This is Isaac from the Under the Influence podcast. I want to let you guys know that any opinion or statement that we've made inside of the pod, or or during the pod rather, it is our own opinion and we do not hold anybody accountable for any of the issues or claims that we may have stated while we were, you know, speaking. <laughs> We have the right to change our minds at any point that we'd like to. We are imperfect people, and we love ourselves, and that's the reason why we change. Enjoy the pie, y'all. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Remington. Welcome to episode three of Under the Influence. I'm sitting here with my wonderful, wonderful co co-host, co-host, co-owner, Isaac Coulter. Isaac? Yes, what's, sir. What you got going on there? What up, y'all? I'm over here rolling up a, a woo-wah, that good zoo if y'all know what I'm saying. If that you good don't, then you shouldn't be playing. Hey, now, say now. If you don't know, get out the way now. Hey. <laughs> well, wonderfully said. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling today, buddy? I'm feeling good, 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 man. You know, life is going well. Money's great. You know, I can't complain, so... I'm feeling good, ready to get into this pod so we can talk about some of these hard, hard topics that we have for today, Remy. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so tough. I, I want to start off with, uh, it, it's the same way we, you know, I realized after, you know, last week after um, you left or whatever, that Ty Dolla Sign is actually 35 years old. Damn, Ty Dolla. But you know what, again... Certain people get it, you know, they get a pass. You know, we yeah, we, we don't have to acknowledge your age if you're a certain you individual. You want to know, know why we're going to let you make it, Todd Dollar? It's, be, <laughs> it's because we enjoy your music, and we feel like you are before your time, and let alone after your time. So you good, man. You, you good, man. God is great in the paper straight, as that young man used to say. We we're we're still going to give you, like, one gunshot, though, at least, right? Yeah. <laughs> horses uh, horses in the stable is the greatest song here, we'll balance it out we'll balance it out with some claps yeah, some yeah, applause yeah. i just it's one song for me horses in the stable Remember? that's your favorite ty dollar record did you get a chance to listen to it oh yeah if you didn't don't lie no no, no i listen man that shit when he starts out any song man. where they start out by naming the women from man, different man. parts, <laughs> when you man. just when you just list some names in different mm. places, it's like, mm. oh shit, mm. he's in his bag right mm. now. Have y'all heard stealing? Skip the bullshit. I want to get into the first topic today on our podcast. We're gonna talk about that. What Remy? That uh, that entanglement issue that uh, we've all had to. The we, entanglement. <laughs> we we've all had to. Well, it sounds like a scientific theory, like. No, it like doesn't. Like some chapter of, of some book. You want to know what it sounds like to me, Remy? It sounds like some bullshit. It sounds like some bullshit? Nah, it where, <laughs> where somebody decided they didn't want to hold themselves accountable. Mm, so, they, so, so you think... Uh, skip the bullshit. We, we just going to talk about what's really important to me in this subject is the fact that Jada didn't really take any accountability or hold herself accountable for anything that happened. It sounded like she literally, like, blamed it on the universe by labeling it an entanglement in time. Like, you know. Uh, some some quantum theory shit right, or some, time travel some shit. Some bullshit. Look, that was a choice. In, in life, we make choices. 
It's not lit up, lit up to chance. Well, well, first, first, first of all, let's uh, like, do you think this was bad? Like, you know, what's your like moral perception of Jada Pinkett Smith being like, all right, you know, I'm having some issues in my marriage. Let me go get get with this man, this this young man who's going through some stuff. Bring around my family, introduce him to to you know everybody I know, and basically have him live with me, and basically take care of him and be fucking him this whole time while I'm still married, you know, to Will Smith and blah, 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 blah. Like, what, like, Look, I, I know she, they talked about it for 10 minutes, so it's like, we really only have that to work with, but, you know, what do you think? I know, I know a lot of people want me to jump on here and just bash Jada Pinkett Smith, but I'm not gonna do that, but we're gonna be mature adults here, and we're gonna, we're gonna understand that it's wrong to deny somebody a relationship or deny somebody the intimacy of saying that you all were, you know, together. When you deny somebody publicly, no, not only is it an embarrassment to them, but it almost, it almost, it's unacknowledged, it doesn't acknowledge their emotions and their feelings that they had in the relationship. It's almost as if you completely erase anything that they put into it, as if it was just a strain on you, or in Jada's Bro, case, an entanglement. You call it an entanglement, man. What? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a when um, I'm thinking about that party next door record, Savage, where he's just he just, it's like it was just a moment type shit. Yeah. It's like that. It's like the equivalent of that. It's like nah, that was just a moment. Like that wasn't anything for real for me. Like right. fuck, you know, that was an entanglement. Like. An entanglement, and for you to laugh about it with your husband, and Will, you were wrong on that part as well by laughing at a, another man's pain. Y'all are aware that he's speaking on the on the subject. Y'all know that, but for that's you, that's the only laugh reason they addressed it, it, right? Is because he's putting out these records and publicly speaking about it now, right? But for you to laugh at it, and for you to make fun of someone who was involved and who literally said he said he gave himself to her, man. And, and in the same in like, the same what? conversation, they both also acknowledged that Mister August, you know, was uh, he was fucking mentally ill too. Both right. Jada and Will, you know, they right. they're laughing over over this, you know. For it's just to me, it was like super insensitive and i know you have another take on this you're gonna let you get into it but i i thought this was like super exploitive um it's like when the world comes to to cancel you jada pinkett smith it's like for you to be like all right let me make my husband go through this first of all and be on this very public show that i want everybody to see like you could you could tell man that like Will the man smith, was fighting tears y'all if y'all couldn't tell he was fighting he had it, to stick his chin out for the for the tears not to dude, fall did y'all see that I've come on. You know, I've had conversations like that with women before where it's like, let me literally laugh this off and like it's not going well. Like it's you could hear his voice, like you you could hear that with his voice, you know, that it was Shaking, like man. there was something in his throat. It's like it was really tough for him to right. get through and he's just trying to laugh it off and here is uh your wife, you know, your life partner just really like, nah, let's get these views right quick and let me let me make you talk about this. Like And, and we need platform. to we need to normalize black men or men we need to <laughs> right. We need to normalize black men, men in a general sense, you know, admitting to feeling taken advantage of or feeling like they were put in a position where they weren't powerful or where they weren't, you know. Or, you know, just where you got played. I mean, that's a that's a tough reality. Yeah. You know, a lot of men just due to pride don't want to admit to the fact that the player got played, right? But that's a part of the healing process. That's a part of the growth. 
You have to acknowledge what happened to you. And you know, I was we, me and Remy, we were speaking about this earlier. And I said, you know, this is actually pretty prevalent in the African American community where you know the the mother or the mom or the wife in some instances won't be feeling the relationship or even both of them aren't feeling the relationship and they get separated and whatnot. Will and Jada's situation was a bit different because they stayed in the same house, but the woman will find another man and he'll live in with her and he'll actually stay with the woman and the children. And the way that I see it is I see it as disrespectful to the relationship between you and your spouse and it's also disrespectful to the children. And you guys didn't even acknowledge the impact that it had on them throughout yeah. the entire conversation. And I, I think that was intentional, you know? They didn't speak a word on their fucking kids, really. It really, if you want to get into it, the, the, the rumor behind the story was that Jaden introduced August to his mom. Which is sick. And it's... Uh, Who are you? I want to... What kind of person I, I want to talk about, too, it's... It's if you flip this and it's like pretend it's like an older famous man, you know, of Jada Pinkett's stature. Right. Finds a 20 year old girl, good looking. Maybe maybe she even is a singer or like even a rapper now, you know, and she has a promising career ahead of her, a lot of talent. But this this older man realizes, yo, she's a little fucked up in the head. Like, you know, she's got some issues. And my husband, I want to be back with my husband now. Yeah, it's like a. you know, if if this were wife. if this were flipped, I don't think anyone would hesitate to acknowledge that. Uh, you know, this is kind of taking advantage of a a younger man going through some things. You know, because right. he's twenty years old, right. and so it's like I, I I haven't seen a lot of that. I see a lot of man, poor Will Smith, and ah uh, Jada's toxic. You know, and comparing her to Future and shit. But it's like, nah, man, this is serious. Yeah, I mean, it is a real. I mean. I do understand that August is kind of using this as like a rollout, you know, kind of to get some attention, some buzz, but also it is still true, you know? It's I like it can be both, I think. The way I see it is, is August, when that relationship occurred, it was public. When everything happened, it was public. People knew that August was staying at the, the Smith residence and that yeah. him and Jada were a thing. I think he chose to keep it quiet and he... They say he literally had been recording all of that for, what, six or seven years? So, who's to say the the project that he put out, right? Who's to say it wasn't just a way of art? A way for him to, you know, get release that pain or that, that plight that he had with them. Because even Jada and Will had explained that they hadn't spoken. There was no sort of reconciliation. No yeah. matter... No matter who who chose for it to be that way? That's the way that it is. So he had to find his way to do that. And I respect him for that, you know? They say privacy, keep things private, keep things quietly. When he was probably when he left, when things went wrong, I didn't I didn't see any any acknowledgement or I didn't Here, see any uh, regret. What I wanna say in regards to that, like, all right, if if you and your husband have this relationship where, you know, y'all are in this open marriage or whatever, and it's fine whatever for y'all, it if, if it's fine for y'all to fuck other people, that's fine. Like, that's an arrangement within yourselves. Cool, whatever. I'm not judging you for that. You know, people got to do what they got to do to make their marriages work, and everybody can have their own opinion on that. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. Right. Um, it's, there is a proper way 
to have a relationship with somebody that you're not in a relationship with or you're, or in a marriage with a polygamous relationship. Yeah, there, there's a proper way to have what side hoes or other people you're fucking. It's called polygamy. Yeah, polygamy without man. with, but making your intentions known and not burning them in the end. Because I I think Jada was like, nah, he knew the deal. Like you know, we'll even talk to him. It, it's it's okay that he knew the deal, but it's the way y'all acted after after you know that relationship ended. That type of relationship ended. Y'all's reaction to that, and dude, if there's a 10-minute video of y'all laughing at my fucking pain, two of the most famous, some of the most famous people in the world just laughing at my shit, you know, at my, I don't want to say abuse, because it's like, obviously, he was down for it, but it's like, he was taken advantage of to a certain extent. You can fall in love with your abuse and your abuser. That's seen in a lot of heterosexual relationships today. I mean, today. It, it happens across the board and I don't right. and I don't even think August perceives Jada as his abuser cuz I don't think he's made that claim but it is it's like it it is a certain level of like damn like that hurt that sucks and it's just like just acknowledge his just to acknowledge his pain and acknowledge where you fucked up it's like you said there's no accountability almost you know and that's that's the worst part for me I feel as if you know as I explained in the last two podcasts one thing that we do here is that we hold ourselves accountable first and foremost. You know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's saying that you have to be some angel that you know. That seems like that's what you're projecting yourself to be, Jada. But the truth is, we understand that you're a human and we understand that you mess up all the time if you're listening. But the thing is, you have to hold yourself accountable. You can't just acknowledge that it happened. You have to say you were wrong because you just were. Just say sorry, right? You know, it would have gone a long way for her to just be like, August, you know, sorry. Like, but that shows she doesn't even feel sorry. She doesn't, she doesn't even feel like she should be sorry happened. for it. She probably actually really enjoyed that process. You know, she got to know herself, she said. She she, she went on yeah. a journey. That's what she calls somebody's pain and somebody's emotion. Someone going through emotional her gro- trauma. Her growth was him being torn down. Right. You know? And that's crazy, man. And there, I, I, I see where she's coming on that. Like, yeah, you can grow as a person, you know, through through your experiences and your behavior. But uh, you have to also recognize the harm you might have done in that process. It's selfish. It's selfish in a lot of ways. And that's why, you know, we as people, all of us, we have to acknowledge other people's emotions and be intentional with everything that we do. I mean, I don't want to touch on the topic for too long. Just yeah. because, you know... I mean, I wanna, everybody's talking this to death. Right. Know? We don't need to give it that much and, more time. And I would like to, you know, respect their privacy. I don't want to... That's why I don't want to get too into yeah. it. But there was a personal plight with me. That was... Yeah. I had a, I had something... Pers- I took it kind of personal when I saw that occur, especially in the public. You know... I don't know, man. It, I know, mean... I'm gonna smoke too. Again, I, I just, like I said, I the only issue. I mean, I have a lot of issues with this and everything. But again, my primary thing is like, why are you exploiting this for like that? You know, yeah, why are you yeah. going? Oh, let me bring you to my talk. Like, let me bring this to my talk show with my husband. Make my husband go through this publicly. It's like it. Will even said it himself. He's like, I feel like one of those politicians' wives where I'm just standing there smiling and pretending like I'm cool with everything going on. He literally said Fighting that, guys. Tears. Fighting tears, and you could see it. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> You know what? Fuck this. Let's let's move on. Right. Let's. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's horrible. Skip the bullshit. It's a little bit later in the day now. We had to step out, do some things. We're in a little uh, different headspace. Right. I went to therapy, y'all. How was it? <laughs> therapy was great. Reveal everything you. 
spoke about in that session. I'm not going to say anything about I'm my joking. therapy session except for my therapist is a beautiful woman. And that's something that you really need. I, I say I would recommend it, especially if you're mature enough to, you know, control yourself and be around beautiful women and not, you know, trip out. It's, it's something quite enjoyable just to be in the company of a beautiful woman who can, um you know, communicate with you and, like, help you get through your trauma. Yo, your therapist does not need to be a beautiful woman to the man out there. But, yo, I, I feel what yo, you're saying. There's something I'm saying, that. Round I'm of saying, applause for, look, for look, 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 look. I'm saying try it out. And if you worried about, like, talking to some dude. About your therapist. Oh no, I definitely your... can't have a dude therapist. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like I can't. Go find a beautiful dude, woman. Dude, I can only open up to women. That's what I'm saying. Go yeah. find you a beautiful woman and you'll really enjoy talking to her. Like, you'll want to go back and spend it again. <laughs> I promise you. All right, all right. Okay, okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I. Listen, you got your shit off, man. It's like a double win right <laughs> Okay, there. all right, all right, all right. So, Pop Smoke, you know, uh, posthumous album. Sells 250k first week, and he's the first person, like he, uh, the only one who's done that. It's the biggest. It's the biggest number one posthumous debut since Michael Jackson. So that's fucking huge. Shout out to Pop Smoke. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Jackson as well. Remy, what's your favorite song off the Pop album? Skip the bullshit. It's a great fucking album. They they really bodied that shit. Um, really? it's a uh, Mood swings, the one with the uh, little TJ. That's my favorite. Right. That's my shit, man. That's Shut a up. good fucking record. little TJ slide on every single feature he's on, man. Little TJ, number well, one. While we're on Pop Smoke, uh, the the Juice World album came out. Also, I wanna I wanna say you know terrific fucking album. Anybody that worked on that that made that how that made that happen and to Juice World himself, you know, listening to this podcast right now. Shout out to y'all for real. Yeah, they body that shit. Man, I know personally, I never really was a fan of like rock or anything. Even like any close emo shit? Emo shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Juice, man, the way he rides a beat, man. The way you, you seen that one flow. freestyle where he goes for like 45 minutes? Stupid. Yeah. Crazy. The, the album, I thought, I li- I've listened to it a couple times now. I don't know if I have a favorite record yet. Because they're really all great, like right. in their own really, really very unique Juice World way. Honestly, I, I was I there wasn't a record on there I didn't love. Um, yeah. So really, I recommend you check that out. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff like in the intro where it's like him giving some ins- inspirational speeches that you know his last couple shows before he passed. And there's also just every rapper from Eminem to just to just anybody. There there's a whole little feature. There's a whole uh, there's a whole interlude on there where they're literally just like, yo, this kid was phenomenal. Nobody could do what he could do in terms of freestyling or like melody work. He would go into the booth. The, the he would go into the booth. I think it was Lil Dicky that told this story because he had a friend that worked with Juice all the time. They said that he would go into the booth. They'd play a beat for him. He'd just go for two minutes. And then they'd make a hit out of it. And then he'd go again and again and again. It was like just hit after hit after hit. Every And it just, hit all of it was like basically freestyle. He did like, freestyle. it was just so on the fly. Like he like just mastered that skill. He was only 18 years old, That's guys. so crazy. And I know a lot of kids that literally just walk around rapping. And I think that's the method that majority of them are running with when they get in the booth now. They just run in, they run in there yeah. and it evolved from, you know, 
kids, even me and Remy, y'all. We used to freestyle the yeah. back of the bus, bro. We used to just sit there and freestyle, bro. I mean, bro, we used to sit sit there and freestyle for literally, like, 20 or 30 minutes to every no single beat. time. No beat, just no, a bunch of fucking no kids on the bus. Just some pencils <laughs> just and listening. shit. Y'all, it's so crazy. There was literally nuts, man. back at the um at the bus stop. You remember it literally used to be a crowd. Yeah, dude. Crowd. <laughs> yeah, like dude, that shit was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah, good times. That dude, that sucks that we never filmed any of that shit. But that was before like our generation was super into filming everything. Right, but just imagine though, just imagine though, those kids now are growing up and those kids can jump in the studio and that's how they rap that's how they flow that's how they do it skip the bullshit um moving on to uh to uh the kids right um hey ice suck a dick yeah fuck you fuck y'all i'm gunshots for fucking ice hey ice ice hold on i got i got something for y'all the a button on my keyboard that's connected to the gunshot sounds fuck you Bitch. So, we're bringing this up because you know, stupid bitch. Fuck y'all. As man. we've as we've been informed, ICE wants to deport um, any any kids here on a student visa in college if their their colleges are going to be strictly online this semester. What type of bullshit is that, man? Skip the bullshit. There's a pandemic. Let's use this as an excuse to deport college students who have not only started to. I don't want to have not only participated in American culture in a healthy way to just be students and learn under us and contribute not only to our economy and our schools and the the diversity of just us socially. Um, there's just you're sending them home to countries that have also been ravaged by this pandemic and you're using this as an excuse to do it. And it's fucking inhumane and fucked up. And these kids won't be able to continue school. Skip the bullshit. Texas State Fair, not happening. Not happening this year. Fuck, man. Which That's is crazy. nuts. This has happened every year of my life, ever. No turkey legs, man. What? I don't know when... I don't know if they've ever canceled this before. I, funnel cakes. I think the last time they canceled it was like World War II right. or something this like is, that. This, this is a really big deal because so many... People, especially in Texas, the Texas economy heavily relies upon the state fair. Some people, they work the state fair, their business, like the guy who sells all the coin dogs at the fair, right. he only works that one fair season. That's right. And he makes all the money for his entire family for the whole year selling corn dogs during fair season. So imagine, you know, all those other people that have businesses exactly like his who really depend on this for, for their family's income. And now they're just fucked and they're basically out of all their their yearly income because of because of this virus, because... I see motherfuckers out. I, today I check Snapchat. I see I see bitches in clubs. I see people partying with friends, like a lot of y'all, in really enclosed environments, like, like spas and pools and fucking disgusting. Yeah, nasty. You're fucking gross. Just fucking stay home. Fucking wear a goddamn mask when you go out. Like the fuck is your fucking problem? Like stay inside, man. Skip the bullshit. That shit's crazy. They don't they don't want to shut down so bad because this economy that that bitch boy built up is built on inflation folks let me give you just a little a little bit of insight yeah, go ahead on the financial state of this country skip the bullshit it's yeah. been built on inflation for the past four years y'all meaning our economy is sitting on thin air all this money that people are getting all this shit is on thin air we're not producing as much as we need to we don't have the gold to back 
any of this fucking money. Let me tell you, I've seen the value of gold go up. So, you know, y'all, y'all hold on. We in for a real bumpy ride if this shit keeps on going. Because Donald's bitch boy has been known to drive his companies to bankruptcy. If y'all want to know how this man runs a business, this is how he's running a fucking company. So, y'all ask for it. Skip the bullshit. We're high, y'all. <laughs> if y'all haven't figured it out, we weren't in the beginning of this during our Will and Jada shit, but now we totally are. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of uh, people want to talk about presidents and shit, I kind of want to walk back some Kanye stuff. Not walk back, but just be like, yo, I don't agree with Kanye's decision to run for president at this moment in time, and I don't. I don't agree with basically most of what he said about his policies or what he would like to change or do. I, I it's like a, I, I don't want to discredit that maybe one day he could potentially be more researched and have altering points of view, but uh, it's just right now, Kanye, it's just not the fucking time, man. I, that's what I was saying earlier. I feel like, Kanye, if you really want to run for president, brother... Go ahead and get somebody to educate you for real about, you know, your political stance on things and what the greater good is for the youth rather than for yourself. That's why people will vote for you. I think he needs a lot of help with expanding his circle to a more diverse group of people. I see what you're saying. Elon yeah. Musk is not a diverse individual to to have educate you on social issues. Maybe he can talk to you about space. Maybe he can talk to you about some other shit. Skip the bullshit. Talk to the kids, yeah. That's what you need to do, man. And you're the one who said it. You're the one that said listen to the kids. So how about you fucking take your own advice and just do it? Right. That's your quote. And we've been saying it for years, championing you for that. So maybe do it. Yeah, for real. Someone uh Someone said Kanye is going to replace the police with creative directors. Skip the bullshit. I, I hope that we get some real police reform, man. All this bullshit is still going on. We haven't forgotten. I, I'm still, you know, we fighting every day. Oh, we're still, these protests haven't stopped. None of this shit is Right. We're going to give it the coverage that it deserves. You know, people are still all over America. In fact, all over the world. Still protesting in the name of police brutality. And in the name of actual civil rights, meaning that we have protection and we have the, the same amount of respect and rights that any other person of any other color may have. You know, people of color have struggled forever, but I feel like it really needs to be written in law that, you know, we need to prevent things like that from happening. We have to protect our own. We have to protect our own people, meaning if you want to keep it on an international basis, right? Just keep it inside of America. Protect your fellow fellow American. You know, we're one and the same. That's what y'all say, right? We bleed red, white, and blue. That's what y'all say, right? I, I hope everyone has fucking sort of observed and understood that uh, man, we're not that, letting man. up. We're not. And this is... Fuck, like, pay attention. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to stay cool for you motherfuckers, but y'all piss me off because y'all actually aren't hearing us yet. I said, fuck the system. I said, fuck police brutality. And if you fuck with anything like that, fuck your mother. Go suck a dick, man. Real shit. Fuck, fuck anybody who talks about back the blue and all that bullshit. We don't fuck with you. And we don't fuck with the police. You want to know why? Because it's a racist institution inherently. That's why we Built don't fuck with Built off of fucking it. racism. Dumbass. Look, look up the history of fucking police. What you think systemic racism is? Skip the bullshit. Man, don't don't get me too 
too fucking hype off based off of this shit, man. I don't know. It's a lot to it, but y'all need to educate yourselves. Y'all need to understand that this shit ain't gonna stop, and we gonna we gonna keep knocking on the door harder. And you don't want us to kick that bitch down. Right. Let me tell you. Skip the bullshit. Let's go ahead and kick it to the yeah. good news, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, just some good positive change. It isn't in America, but Scotland's gonna be the first country to put a LGBTQ history in their public school curriculum, which uh, is fucking. That's terrific. We fucking commend that because uh, that's history everybody needs to know and be aware of to understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's a shame that it isn't like that, you know, everywhere, but you know, it, we gotta, we gotta applaud when people do the right shit, you know, progress, man, it's, we, we progressing and I feel like that's, that's the, that's the biggest part that we need to acknowledge as Americans is the fact that, you know, you can get better and you can do better. You just have to actually act on it, you know? And, and change is happening. Let's get that clear. What, whether you're ready for it or not, it's things are changing very rapidly out of out of necessity, out of out of just survival. Skip the bullshit. Now things are coming to light and we're focusing on it. We're speaking up about it because we genuinely fucking have had enough. And uh, y'all are going to respect that. You're going to listen. You're going to things will change regardless because there's more of us than there are of y'all who are fucking idiots, who are fucking selfish, who are fucking greedy and who are fucking evil. Right. And the kids are mad too. The young, the young guns are mad too. So if you think it's gonna let up after five or ten years, because this shit doesn't make any sense to them. It's not like us who like we have a perception of the older generation. Right. We can be like, oh, that's why they're like that. The kids just straight up don't get it. They're like, right. why the fuck? Skip the bullshit. Hey, stand up for what's right. No matter how old you are, what you look like, where you come from, man. We we all are humans, and and that's one thing we like to push on this podcast is that we all understand. Like, you know, the struggle of just being a human. And you can relate to somebody struggling because they're different than someone else. Any and everybody can. So have a heart, you know, feel feel for those people. Be empathetic, you know? Skip the bullshit. How do you feel about, uh, like, people filming themselves beating people up, like, specifically racist people, and then posting it online to be like, look at this racist fuck, here's me beating their ass. Like, how do you how do you feel about that? And, like, do you think that's smart for specifically kids our age to just be doing, like, basically incriminating themselves publicly on the internet? What? How do you right. feel about that? I, I mean, I don't recommend incriminating yourself online, point blank, blank, period. I never, personally, I've never been one for posting any sort of you know it's not worth going viral like guys y'all gotta y'all gotta understand if y'all are doing that you're doing it for a cause and y'all are doing it for the greater good of something else it's not so you can get a million views i'm not saying do it and i'm not saying don't do it as a matter of fact i would fact. never tell you to not beat up a racist Look, person man, if, if y'all know where i went to high school and how, how i got down when i was there you understand. So many racist no, kids. I have no problem putting my hands on somebody who thinks that they better than me all because of the color of my skin. That's for real. You you can you can you can look me up. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. But <laughs> But don't. <laughs> you don't gotta. Skip the bullshit. Just understand it when I say it. Y'all need to stick up for yourselves, man, but at the same time, don't do it for no no clout or to get popular. Like, this is really for your freedom. This is so somebody doesn't have to go deal with this violence that you have to deal with it or this rage inside of you that you have that you feel like you have to, you know, take take out on your oppressor because they're doing you some sort of wrong. 
Like for real, there needs to be something else to happen. But if it if it has to go down that way, and you feel as if you know you have no other choice but to be violent, then by all means, do what you gotta do, man. Protect yourself. Stand up for yourself. Black people really are tired of being treated like dirt, man. Being treated like they don't matter. Even in the simple, smallest microaggressions, bro, black people still get treated like less than a person. Like, are you fucking kidding? Over time, that builds up and that's pent-up aggression, so you never know what small microaggression might set somebody off. You might getting, you might be getting 10 years worth of racism like in that punch that you just got hit with. And Skip the bullshit. You gotta talk about 50 Cent, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> we gotta bring it back to to fifty cent. That Will and Jada shit. Oh man, I wish y'all could see this fucking Instagram <laughs> conversation. These DMs. If Fifty came at me like that, ah, you know, uh, 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 uh. But look, man, skip the bullshit. Hey, fuck these old people and these people from the East Coast trying to represent our culture. Look, the culture is in the South, man. Specifically, Atlanta. Texas, you know, Louisiana. We're just being real about it. I'm not trying to cause no beef, but look, man, we the ones running the rap game right now. Skip the bullshit. Kid Cudi and Eminem dropped a track. Fucking yeah. weird timing, but cool. Right? Shout yeah. out shout out to uh, Eminem, man. If, you, if you're a part of our generation and you didn't have an Eminem face... You pretty fucking weird in my opinion. If you didn't have a cutty phase, you're even weirder. You even weirder, <laughs> you're man. even weirder. What's uh, your favorite cut, cutty song? Real quick. Fuck. Skip the bullshit. I was, I was thinking about Steve Aoki and how he started uh, he started like a, a Latin music branch of his uh, label, Denmark, which is historic. If you know anything about Denmark and um, how much of an influence they've had on just sound in pop culture over the years. So... Shouts out to Steve Aoki. That's that's Shout big news, especially Steve, right. I mean, you know how the the reggaeton wave is going right now. Really? How it's been going and turned up two times. Skip the bullshit. I wonder how like they feel about that type of shit in like Japan. Like, do you think they just listen to that? Not. I mean, they got they got. I've heard K rap, bro. That's just crazy. Yo, Some yo, of the yo, best yo, shit yo, I ever yo, heard yo. In my fucking yo, life. By the yo, way. yo, yo. Shout out to fucking J Stash, bro. J Stash, bro. He introduced me personally. To the whole Japanese like scene, bro. That whole Tokyo rap scene, bro. Motherfuckers is hard, man. Skip the bullshit. That really makes me think about that other dude. What was his name? Young Lean. Where is he from, bro? Dude, I don't think Young Lean is from fucking. Nah, he's not from Japan or anything. But I know he's not from America. Really? I don't know anything about Young Lean. I know girls love him. What? Like a specific type of girl. You don't know nothing about Young Lean. You can play bro. me some Young Lean records. I will you play you some Young Lean. Speaking of Japan, this is great. Capcom, big gaming developer. Everybody's played a Capcom game. They Probably. uh they they they're reporting that eighty percent of its game sales have been digital this quarter, of which course. is and I mean it's just it's just another testament to like damn like this is look at it bro. Shit. I went to GameStop today, and apparently they can't get any like controllers in. They're running out of fucking controllers. They're running out of weird. There's a coin shortage too. Coins. They're running out of like there's a coin shortage because no one's out. Like exchanging coins and shit, they're paying digitally, so there's a shortage of coins out there right now because wow. no one's out physically buying shit. It's also weird stuff like certain restaurants, uh, they have to like, they they're not getting certain things manufactured or different foods gotten to them. It's like it's a really interesting to see how the supply chain has kind of gotten fucked and where it's fucked. 
Shout out to all the truck drivers out there. If you're listening to the pod and you're driving a truck, man, shout out. Skip the bullshit. What does this button do? <laughs> okay, that's the one I wanted to play. He <laughs> is just playing with shit, y'all. Like, he has fuck up here. Like, just, he said, what does this do in the middle of a fucking pod? All right, do, do you want to rap with anything? You want to rap with anything? Shit, Like, rap, man. wrap up? Like, Yeah, man. I just want to say, y'all stay safe out there. Y'all don't forget, there are a lot of people who exist, who are alive, that depend on you being safe for them to stay alive. A lot of people with, you know, bad immune systems or any sort of disease that may make them weak, if they even go outside and get in the slightest bit of contact with COVID, they're done, man. So, you know, you have to care about more than just yourself when you're wearing a mask, when you're sanitizing your hands and taking the steps to really... You know, do your part when it comes to this pandemic. Hey, our our government doesn't give one fuck about us guys, so we just right. really it's it's up to us to really to bring this shit down because they're encouraging us basically to get each other sick. The revolution will not be televised. Skip the bullshit. Oh shit! Uh, for the first time, actually, we're gonna play a record at the end of this podcast. Yeah, um, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of intro the record Go real ahead. quick. Yeah. Um, shout out a. Uh, Fucking Anna Barnes, first of all, one of my one of my good friends that I actually met in New Orleans. She's an awesome R and B singer. She fucking bodied this. She put out a new record today. It's called Over. So uh, just shout out Anna, and I hope y'all fuck with this. And yeah, y'all shout we... out to Anna. Does she have like a Twitter or something? Yeah, I can I can give you Anna's Twitter. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Anna. Love you. Hey, hey, you do not have to say sorry for nothing, Remy. Oh, wait, I'll just cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. This is over by Anna Barnes. Thank y'all. Y'all see you next week, man. Peace. Don't tell me how to feel. I won't listen. Let's just keep it real. Nothing's different. Call me when you're lonely. Just to hear someone on the other side. I'ma let it rain. Don't want to fight you. Trying to move on, do all I have to Your side of the maze never been so cold You ain't shit My apologies for ever letting you think you did something for me Except waste all my damn time